Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, but I have recently put that bad taco experience behind me. I have closure, and I can finally move on. All has been forgiven. Today, we are reviewing another great taco place in Kansas City. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Socially distant tacos, of course. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Los Tulis Restaurant and Cantina, located at 1656 Broadway Boulevard, KC Mo, 64108 in downtown Kansas City. I guess you could say this is the Crossroads District or right on the edge of the Crossroads District, right on Broadway, kind of on the edge of downtown, or is this downtown? I'm sure you've driven by it a million times right kind of next to that Denny's. Is that Denny's still open? I can never tell. Los Tulas is across the street from the Kaufman Center. I'm sure this is a favorite taco place for many downtown workers and denizens. I've never eaten here before. I always thought it was a florist shop and I never knew where to park. Where is the parking lot? Is it behind it? Is it on the street? You got to find your own parking and make your way to Los Tulas. Los Tulis is a bright cantina with outdoor seating serving tacos, fajitas, and other Mexican fare, plus margaritas. They're open Sunday, 11 to 9, Monday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday through Saturday, 11 to 11. Happy hour, Monday through Wednesday, 4 to 8, with $6 house margaritas on the rocks. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our first guest is a professional writer, social media manager, and the host of Downtown Dish, a weekly YouTube show that gives viewers the scoop on downtown KC restaurants, bars, and retail, and how much they can safely support local businesses. She loves cocktails almost as much as Dave, me, loves tacos, and spends way too much time on Twitter at Katie Writes. Welcome to Taco the Town, Katie Rhymes with hamburger, shamburger. <laughs> there it is. Been waiting my whole life for that. That's beautiful. <laughs> I can, I can, I can hear like a booming loudspeaker. Katie rhymes with hamburger, shamburger. <laughs> that was very helpful. Thank you for for that note. I thought it would be helpful. Yeah, it's not shamburger. Nope. A shamburger like is someone that lives in Schaumburg, Illinois. I think so. Yeah. Okay. A sham- or Schaumburgian. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. You had me on your show. I did. A couple months back. Was that August, September? 
think it was September. Because that's when you did your taco tour. Yes, did my own little taco tour through downtown KCK and then went down on the boulevard. Oh, that what looked a like an amazing day. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't well, that? Well, you gave me the idea. I did. Yeah, I saw. Well, I interviewed you, and then it might have even been later that day. I was like, I can't. I can't, you know, have this incredible conversation with you and not go out and have some taco experiences. So I grabbed the camera and by the end, my car was full of like half eaten <laughs> tacos. I've been there. Carry out. Been there. And I got that. home and I was so full, but I was so happy. It was a delicious day. Isn't having a taco tour just one of the best days? It's almost like Christmas morning. Just it the- really is. It really is. You, you know, you can try. I tried to not like fall into my, you know, my patterns at every place. Cause like I'm, I'm definitely a, um, carne asada fan closely followed by an al pastor mm, and mm. i was like mm. no I, I break out of the mold and it was great too because the you know depending on where i went they would have their own you know sauces or salsas on the side and everybody and i know you know this very well such a pro at packing for carry out right you know so a couple places i even got like some fresh lime wedges Fresh radish slices, which mm. I personally love on my tacos. You're making me hungry. I you like keep that. saying that. What is? What are tacos, by the way? I've I've been. Oh, told- it's our it's our second guest. <laughs> he doesn't know what a taco is. Let's introduce you to her. Which our- makes today very exciting for me. <laughs> I'm about to find out. Let's I have meet no our idea. second guest. He is a Kansas City-based actor, born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri. A 2007 Saint Pius X Homecoming King runner-up, and in the top. 0.1% of NXS listeners on Spotify, though he doesn't expect special treatment for it, but he does no. think it deserves a little bit of recognition. Mm, He's an avid food geek, lover of all things Kansas City, lover of Don Johnson, same, and just generally wearing shoes without socks. Welcome to Taco the Town, Kevin McGannon. Wow. Well, whoever wrote that knows a lot about Kevin McGannon, let me tell you. <laughs> now, are you related to former Chiefs quarterback... Rich McGannon. No, no. Uh, oh, unfortunately, he's just, he's just Gannon. He's just Gannon. He's not yeah, a Yeah, no, he, he tried to distance himself from uh, that, <laughs> that wing of the family. So, understandably, but. Just uh, kind of gives you We the... still claim him. <laughs> that <laughs> just might not be a two-way street. Right. <laughs> Kevin, uh, you, you're kind of confused on what a taco is. Is um, that true? You know, it's kind of ringing a bell now that I can smell it. But before, I was a little bit in the dark. I'm more of a... Um, Don't tell me you're a burrito guy. Because <laughs> then you're going to have to... I was, definitely, I was definitely not about to tell you how much I love burritos <laughs> or how often I have them. Good, good. I, I wouldn't consider to do something like that because that's just definitely not who I am. And, and don't look at the Chipotle app on my phone either, because that's just, that's not for me. That's for, uh, somebody else is ordering burritos. Off right. That app. Yeah. Yeah. That's rich Gannon is re- ordering <laughs> Chipotle <laughs> from my phone. Yeah. Discount. So yeah. you're a big NXS fan. I'm a huge NXS. Oh. Fan. I am the same yeah. way with Rick Astley. Yeah. Okay. I celebrate all his hits. I'm it's, in the top 1% of his Spotify. So we're just, we just, we're just cemented in 1988 is what you're telling me, Dave. <laughs> It's uh, so last year they had uh, NXS live at Wembley Stadium. They did a, a re-release in 4K because it was in 480p. This concert originally, oh, yes. And they they put it in a in a theater.
theater and I was so excited I got my, my shirt on and I walked into the theater and I was uh, I was the youngest person there by a good 25 years I think no way what theater was it at it was in Olathe and I'm thinking it was an AMC in Olathe yeah I didn't know about how that how did I miss this but it was fun yeah I had a oh. couple glasses of wine and um, I sat and I watched Michael Hutchins do his thing so that, that was that sounds amazing oh it was incredible it was so much fun it was just you know you have new sensation blasted in your face within the <laughs> first 30 seconds and you just you're you're riding a wave that you don't want to crash let me tell you a lot of michael hutchins impersonators there, like dancing with the shirts off and whatnot. um just me actually oh. that was yeah <laughs> that was you. there was a lot of whispering behind me uh but i didn't i didn't seem to really care i definitely noticed but didn't care that but sounds I, awesome oh it was I, awesome I, I cannot believe i missed that have you seen the Michael Hutchins documentary? It's super depressing. Course, Dave, are you kidding me? Of course I've seen, seen the Michael Hutchins documentary. Yeah, it was like... Wow. <laughs> very I think you sad. you really hurt him when you asked him that. <laughs> was, yeah, oh, no. God, I didn't know that he hurt his head, and that's what... Yeah. He got that concussion. And he couldn't taste anything. Yeah. And he'd be really uh, out of luck today, because I'm sure these tacos are delicious. Whatever they are, oh. I'm still waiting to find out but, okay um, well let me tell you these tacos have you guys ever been to los tulis before downtown kc right across from kaufman center it looks like it might be a floral shop but it's not it's a mexican <laughs> restaurant i haven't had the pleasure yet i don't I'm think i've been there never about to you've driven by it a million times oh, yeah. it's right easily. there on broadway oh, yeah easily there is no parking but if you can walk there or you can find a, a ditch to put your car in, you yeah. can go to Los Tules. Or, you know, downtown dish, we're all about streetcar. Yeah. Oh, Shout out to our friends at Casey Streetcar. Yeah. Public transit, baby. So just pop your rollerblades on, head just to the streetcar. Jump off the streetcar, yeah. rollerblade yeah. up yeah. to Broadway. That's a hill. Because <laughs> <laughs> rollerblading is definitely a current, really yeah. cool way <laughs> to get around. I see everybody doing if it. You, if you open your eyes and look in any direction in Kansas City, you see a lot of rollerblading going on. I think I can on. see one up the street right now. Yeah. There's a rollerblade yeah. gang. There's, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. We better get out of here. Yeah, we should. <laughs> they don't mess around. So your love for George Michael. Yes. I used to have a Spotify playlist called George Michael Hutchins. So it was just... George oh. Michael and Wham slash NXS. Oh, Katie, you, you love George Michael. Michael Hutchins. I, uh, and it was just kind of like... Is George Michael your Michael Hutchins? Yes. He should be. Without a doubt. Yeah. And Kevin, you are a beautiful genius for that <laughs> playlist. If I could maybe listen to that. Thank you. Yes, I can actually tell you that I was on a plane to Chicago on Christmas Day yeah. when he passed. That's four years ago. Four years ago. Oh, I remember so really that. It was a Christmas... Ago. It was, it was Christmas, Christmas Day, Day, yeah. And I uh, fired up my playlist as soon as we touched down, and I saw the news, and I had an ugly cry, and yeah, just a treasure. I love the '80s. Me too. So this is the crazy thing. So Mills Record Company in Westport, yes, right? Yes, love them. So the day after Christmas, and my fa- in the in the McGannon slash Gannon household, <laughs> we refer to the day after Christmas as Pajama Day. And uh, my family's going to love this. So my brother-in-law and brother, they live in Miami. They came up for Christmas Mm -hmm. and both huge George Michael fans. My brother-in-law, he was just, he was a mess when it happened. We all were, but he really took it hard. So we went to Mills Record Company the next day Uh and it's like line out the door. It is packed shoulder to shoulder. I've never seen Mills ever this busy, ever. Right. And we walk in and we're like, people are probably here to get some George Michael stuff if they can't, you know 
find it. So we look around, we're thinking, well, forget about George Michael. We probably will not forget about George Michael. Sure. We would never forget about George never. Michael, but forget about getting anything with his face on it. Right. So we go through, we're there for probably an hour. Oh my gosh. And my brother-in-law, Augie, he's got, you know, like he usually does, like a stack of, I don't know, Madonna and Robin S and all this stuff from yes. the 80s and 90s. And we make one last ditch effort and he's like, hey, by any chance, do you, do you have anything, George Michael? And the guy, <laughs> he goes, oh yeah, I think so. And he like on the open display case from like the very, when you walk in, right. he just reaches behind this whole stack and pulls out faith like it was, had never been opened before and like light shine down. Nice. I couldn't believe it. It was it, the greatest thing ever. It's, I mean, it's George at work right yeah. there. And that is like, you want to talk about no skips. No skips on that album. Oh. It is like... Perfection, just as it was intended. Yeah, there's three different versions of I Want Your Sex, and it's like an 18-minute song, and it's like, wow, this all rules. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. When Faith came out, my brother secretly bought a cassette of it, and he would hide it because it had I Want Your Sex on it. And he was about 10 years old. (laughs) Yeah. And that was like the hit song, and Faith, of course. We all love Faith. Yes. But he hid the cassette from my mom and dad in in his, like... In his uh, underwear drawer, just because it had "I want your sex" on it, because sex was yeah. a bad word. Well, try singing, try singing uh, "Devil Inside" around your Catholic mother. I'm oh. sure that that's that's a pretty similar scenario. That is a jam right there. That's probably <laughs> that's, one of my faves. Oh, it's a NXS. great one. That guitar riff, man. Oh, I went good. on a deep dive on NXS uh, music videos on YouTube a couple oh. months ago. Oh, Man, yeah. that was an enjoyable day. They, 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 we are kindred spirits. You know, it's, you know it's, here's some NXS trivia, which don't ever fact check this because it's absolutely true. When they stopped officially showing music videos, NXS had the most music videos played on MTV in history. Which a lot of people would have thought Michael Jackson or oh t- I've told Rod, George Michael Rod or Stewart. even Madonna maybe yeah, or Madonna no it was in excess because they put out videos for every single song and they were all really good they were amazing really really good videos yeah I and Need say, You Tonight swept the VMAs too Need You Tonight oh, yeah yes yeah. I was gonna say if I had to go with a favorite it's tough Never Tear Us Apart oh oh there we go. I got it. Katie, know, my it, heartstrings are just. It hits, yeah, it hits yeah. the feels. Uh, George Michael praying for time. With the extended time. beginning. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Welcome and, to NXS of the town, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talk about NXS <laughs> and eat tacos. Oh, shout out to executive producer Chris Garibaldi, who is a huge NXS and Michael Hutchins fan. Well, there you go. Yes. Chris has even been a Michael Hutchins impersonator for his band Sun really? Eaters. Yeah, he did a video where it was a nod to NXS videos. I was so. only an oh, NXS impersonator it. when I was really drunk in my backyard, but I stopped drinking and I stopped pretending like that. And that's that's not true. <laughs> the second part isn't true. I'm always pretending to be Michael Hutchins. <laughs> but that was my friend, Petey McGee, who's a phenomenal actor, by the way. Shout out Petey McGee. He always teased me that whenever we'd go do karaoke, I'd start I, I would something would come over me when I would start singing NXS and I'd get my yes. leg going. And he said, whenever I saw the leg going, I knew, I knew there was no turning this Buckle night around. Ke- Ke- <laughs> Kevin is a lost cause at this point. I so, could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Okay, Katie. So downtown Dish is about everything downtown KC, right? Absolutely. Yep. And you, you know your downtown KC. I'm, I try to, but it is, it is growing. It is a magical place. Now, would you say downtown starts at? Union Station and then goes north or where's your downtown start? Oh, Dave, Mid- I was I was waiting for you to ask me this. I'm <laughs> going to make so many people mad. I can't wait. 
So on the Downtown Dish, which is a collaborative effort between the Downtown Council and the Casey Streetcar and the Downtown Neighborhood Association and Lynchpin Ideas. Yes, I just pay my bills. We are actually exceedingly generous. Our boundaries to the north are the Missouri River. And we go as far south, strap in everybody, to 31st Street. Okay. Ooh, is that controversial? Mm -hmm. It is. Well, here's the thing. I geared myself up for you to say the plaza. So 31st Street doesn't doesn't hurt as much. (laughs) Now, recap my map in my head. Where is 31st? Like Martini Corner, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Where the KCPT Tower is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, and then we encompass, yeah, we would go to, oh, I don't know what our official eastern cutoff is, but we certainly include 18th and Vine as Um, part of downtown and then the state line on the west so that we can, of course, include West Bottoms, West Side, mm -hmm. East Bottoms. Yeah. And you release your show once a week? Once a week. Yep. And it's usually released on Friday? Is that right? Or Thursday? Usually released on Thursday. Yeah, we we do video shows, so we'll uh, we will interview people. Um, right now, with the pandemic, we've been doing it on Skype, and then I try to go to the business and get like some pictures or some B roll. But you know, social media is awesome for that. So every week, yeah, two to two to three interviews per show is the goal. But we do have some big news, and that we will be launching as an audio. Nice. podcast here very shortly i cool. may be just breaking all kinds of rules right now but with our friends at the pitch are launching nice. a great. podcast network that's very exciting so you will be able to just put downtown dish in your ear holes if that's what you prefer <laughs> nice your recent episodes or you've done some cool ones so you did didn't you do a cocktail episode or a bar crawl episode i haven't done an, a bar crawl per se i usually will get a cocktail in every episode because i like to drink um, we did have a really fun <laughs> moment where we did a Thanksgiving prep episode two oh, weeks right. before okay. Thanksgiving. And so we were helping people kind of navigate if they were doing carryout or if they were going to cook yeah. all their different options. And then we spaced that out with some tips on wine pairing, some tips on where to go get maybe like some tabletop decor or some centerpiece type decorations. And then we chatted with Derek at Lifted Spirits and he kind of... That must be what I'm thinking about. He just whipped up a cocktail recipe as we were talking and I emailed him after and I said, can we adopt that as our unofficial official downtown dish Thanksgiving cocktail? And he was so kind. And so that is our Crossroads Clove it's basically a, a gin gimlet with, with clove, simple syrup, and fresh lime. Very easy to make. Nice. And I'm, I now have the goal that I want to create a cocktail for every neighborhood downtown. That's a great nice. idea. Mm-hmm. I love that. So there's all these like holiday pop-ups. Have you yes. been to any of these yet? Or do you have a favorite? Because I saw one that's like got igloos on a rooftop. Have you been to that one? So that's Where the plaza. This? That's, that's the plaza. That's on the plaza. Okay. That's on the, so that the, is not in your area. <laughs> it's not in my area. I, although, I, <laughs> side note, I have a long, enduring love for the plaza. I, I lived there when I first moved to Kansas City back in, oh, my God, 2004. And um, hi, Jamie, my roommate. And so love the plaza for always. But, yes, that igloo bar is on the rooftop at the Fontaine Hotel. Okay. Wow. So, but yes, it is wonderful to see the business owners. Everybody just keeps getting creative. Miracle pop up, mm-hmm. which has been a big hit the last two years, they're back. 
So they're on the second floor above Rock Hill Grill. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they do have Plaza and new this year, a Leewood location at 135th. A really cool one that's that's pretty tiny but is brand new is a group called the Conductor Club, which has associations with Pierponts inside Union Station. They took an empty conference room on the third floor of Union Station and turned it into a Christmas paradise. Awesome. They That's have a, it's, I think it's Elfed Up at the Conductor Club. Elfed Up. Elfed Up. I love it. I do too. But it's cool. If you if you pop your head in there and you'll notice it's, it's a kind of a narrow room, so there's not a lot of capacity with, with restrictions. So, you know, if you want a reservation, definitely jump on that. But they were telling me that there was a conference table in the room that someone had left behind and they repurposed it and most of the conference table now is the bar but you'll also notice that there's kind of these little almost tabletop type little countertops that they mounted on the wall and those are also the conference table so I thought it was pretty brilliant repurposing yeah Yeah, are these like speakeasies where you have to like Knock on a special door and know a code, or are they open to everybody? They're open to everybody, but reservations very strongly encourage. It's really hard to walk in just because of that space. I think he told me that normally that space, you might be able to get around 50 people, but with safety precautions and guidelines, they are going for around 20, and that includes staff. So they also will put the time limits on the reservations just to so more people can enjoy. But there's Tomstown has a pop-up on their second floor. Mean Mule, our friends at Mean Mule Distilling have a honky-tonk holiday. Oh, my. Oh. Where they play Christmas country Christmas music, which personally is my favorite. They have all sorts of fun cocktails. So there's, if if people are feeling that that's, Within their comfort zones, there's definitely some cool stuff to check out. But there's also most of those places are doing some kind of carry out. So you could get maybe a drink, That's good. you know, pre-bottled and, and take it home and have your own Christmas pop-up. You did an awesome service for Kansas City a couple of weeks ago where you listed all the places in Kansas oh. City that had patios, heated patios. Mm-hmm. Like all the restaurants and bars that are doing heated patios yep. for so people can go outdoors and still, you know, have fun, but keep it safe outdoors. Yep. So yeah, And it's all on your Twitter, right? Yep. Our Twitter and Instagram at Downtown Dish KC. Our list does focus primarily on downtown. I've seen a couple enterprising minds that kind of took that list as their base and added some places. That was my intent, too, because it, it turned out to be really popular. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of I ran out of time. But it is cool. And it's it's interesting, too, that, you know, we, we say heated patios, but that can be mean a lot of different things. You know, it can be heat lamps. Some people are using fire pits, mm-hmm. some a mix of both. A couple people are like going as far as to kind of I know like Pigwitch in the River Market, City Market is like wrapping their patio in vinyl to keep it open all year. I so. went I went to this one place in Olathe and it I can't remember the name of it, but it just had this big guy who'd go around and just hug everybody. I uh, love it. And warm them up that way. And he, he wouldn't let go until you were in done. a pandemic. Until Dave? you can yeah, until you can track it. It seemed very weird. It seemed okay. like a weird idea. And he wasn't wearing a mask. Come to think of it, that might not have been no. a heated patio. <laughs> I think you Thanks, went man. somewhere else. Just, you know. 
trying, trying not to never party with Dave. Right now. <laughs> it was it was also a buffet. They had a buffet on nice. the patio. Was that bad? And yeah. nobody was wearing masks and just eating out a buffet. There was also an eight year old who went around just sneezing on everyone. <laughs> the coolest bar in Olathe is. <laughs> I will. I am worried that our buffets might never come back, and I yeah. really, really miss Indian buffets. Oh yeah, I miss. I miss getting Jello at a buffet. That's my favorite go-to. Yeah. Stop. Just filling a plate with Jello. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> this show was almost Jello of the town. Okay. Oh, I'm Jello so, of the town. I'm so glad it was. <laughs> All right. So, Katie and Kevin, I had you both prepare lists of your favorite go-to places in downtown KC other than I guess that place in Olathe doesn't count because that's Olathe that I went to. We're going to block that out. But Katie, I'll let you go first. What are some of your go-tos that everyone should check out in Kansas City right now or maybe in the spring or you know when things are better? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Knock on metal. Oh God. And this doesn't have to be taco related. Right. Right? Or, okay. yeah, or you can mention or some could, tacos, too. Some tacos. Are there some good downtown tacos? Besides Los Tules, which I mean, we will have today. We should get to my list, Dave. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> KC Taco Company in the city market is another restaurant that took the kind of relaxed seating guidelines that the city council put through to where people could add outdoor seating, and they built you know, kind of a patio slash parklet in front of their business. And it's really incredible. I wish I had the stats emblazoned in my memory, but I want to say that for every street parking spot, one parking spot, they can fit eight people with patio seating. Wow. And that just made me view parking spots even more differently and I am really hopeful that these outdoor seating kind of guidelines will be permanent post pandemic. It is pretty nice when you walk by and you see all the people sitting outside. It yeah. looks very enjoyable and it's like why hasn't there always been outdoor seating in front of restaurants? Yeah. Right. I mean some places have it like, you know, Lawrence, Kansas and of course other cities, but in Kansas City not really that right. often. Definitely kind of rethinking that space, re, you know, rethinking the public and private, you know, right of way. My short list for downtown, top of the list, always and forever in my heart is Tannen Wine Bar. They just are killing it on a normal day, but pandemic have gotten so creative. They, they have virtual events. You can, you know, join in a wine dinner virtually and go get your carry out. They are actually shipping their food to 48 states now. That's incredible. So that's pretty awesome. That's great. Can you name which 48 states that they're I shipping could, to? I could try. <laughs> it's, I do want to know, like, what are Not the, Hawaii and not Alaska. <laughs> okay. That's all. Okay, those. Right. <laughs> Maybe we're not getting tanned in Alaska. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the pairing, another just spot on. My favorite place, if one of the places that I have one of the very few places that I have gone inside in the past in the pandemic and felt very comfortable. But the great thing about them is that they are kind of part liquor store, part specialty grocer, part wine bar. They really have a ton of good vegan food options, like, like vegan cheeses and stuff. So if you're wanting to like snack at home or build a little holiday plate or something, Mm. they can also make you, they'll do charcuterie boards to go 
and a really fun, really fun group there. Kevin, do you have any? Yeah, I have a couple places of, uh, in downtown that you. I also have Tannen. Love Tannen. So I, I used to work a few years back. I worked at Bristol Seafood downtown. I was a server there. Okay. Yep. And I still love Bristol, mm-hmm. and that's Bristol's also on my list. But after I would, you know, finish a shift, I'd go to Tannen a lot. Yep. And great staff, really knowledgeable, just like an amazing assortment of wines there too. Mm-hmm. A really underrated or maybe unexpected burger there is so good. They have an amazing burger there. At Tannin? At Tannin, yes. yeah. The Tannin burger, yeah. Does Tannin have tacos? I don't know if Tannin has tacos. I feel like they've had them before. Like they kind of float in and out on the seasonal menu. They kind of go where, go away and go where the McRib goes. Like Cabo maybe for I mean, a break, for a vacation. Okay, then they yeah, come I, back. I could do that, yeah. 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 Great date spot too. So if you have a man or a lady in your life that you'd like to take on a date, I would definitely recommend Tannen. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee Delicatessen is another place that I'd go to. They have an awesome, yes. like just giant pizzas. Great, always fresh ingredients. Mm-hmm. Just a cool spot too. It's a really old building. That's my favorite Street corner, yeah, it's in awesome. Kansas City. So Mine too. Ninth in Baltimore. Yeah, yep. so actually, so beautiful. I, I I shot something a little earlier this week at the Kansas City Club. If you've ever awesome. been in there, it's Fancy. like it's like that whole little area. It's just kind of yep. I mean this in the best way. It's kind of spooky, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee Delicatessen is um, no exception there. You just kind of look up there and you think like, okay, there's something went down here. I don't know what it was. <laughs> But they well, weren't it's just got that cool the the Catholic Charities building with yeah the, the Catholic the Charities Eagle. building is super cool. It used so to be cool. the New York Life building. Yep. Yep. At one time was the tallest building in Kansas City, wasn't it? At one time, mm-hmm. probably long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also over there they have the Roastery building, which is now apartments, which is a really cool renovation. I think that's Tenth and Broadway. Maybe. Everything Baltimore. on Baltimore, I love that. Just going it's down really that cool. hill. And it's a really cool spot. There's a Phoenix is over there, which is a cool place. Mm-hmm. You have John's Big Deck over there as well, mm-hmm. which is another fun place. They've got tacos there. I'm sure they oh, do. I bet they're pretty good. But going back to the Bristol, if there's one dish that I had to kind of pump up or, or pimp a little bit, that's the char-crusted ahi tuna. Ooh. Now, let's see if I have my, my old server uh, <laughs> spiel here for you. But it came with a, a creamy foyo sauce. The char is kind of like a spicy blackened spice. And, you know, you eat tuna super rare, but -hmm. it just had that perfect texture. Came with, I believe, like roasted potatoes and asparagus, but really, really good. That's how I sold. I would just tell people it's really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all they needed to know. I'm ordering. I would definitely, yeah, recommend the the char-crusted ahi tuna. Also, they they have those those little biscuits that they bring to the table, too, which are always really nice. Uh, And then another place that I wanted to, if you wanted to go somewhere for cocktails, Swordfish Tom's is always a really cool place. Mm. That's a speakeasy, right? It is a speakeasy. You knock on the door to get in. It's very, it's it's just, you go in there and you just feel cool being there. Yep. Is it still open now during all of this? I'm not sure. Is it? It is. It, yep, Jill and her team are have a sister establishment, Drastic Measures, yeah. in downtown Shawnee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So really friendly people in there. And you don't, they don't serve seafood. No. It's a cocktail it, it, that bar. threw me off right? so much. I was like, swordfish, great. Love swordfish. <laughs> I'm like, ready to go kid. get some swordfish, swordfish tonight, honey. Swordfish How about you? Buffet. Let's go. 
Which, speaking of Bristol, I used to I used to really pump up the swordfish too. You get people in the Midwest and they're like seafood. Oh no, it's like listen, swordfish is a great entry to it. So if you're at if you don't want tuna, also swordfish is a great uh, option to go with. It's kind of steak like at Bristol. So think mm. about that. And then lastly, I thought about a place where's a really cool place to you know get some appetizers, just kind of hang out a little bit. You don't have to be too fancy, but it's just a nice setting to be in. And that's Rock Hill Grill, which yes. we mentioned has the miracle. Mm-hmm. bar above it in the holiday season they have these cheesy tater tots that yes. will blow your mind oh my goodness and i think that it's closed now but parkway on the plaza right yep. i don't know if they were owned by the same people but they had they had like the same thing they had like the same menu and those those tater tots were so good with like this creamy honey mustard that they come mm-hmm. with so i would definitely recommend that place also shout out to two really good friends of mine Britt and mikey who worked the bar there and are awesome. great people. I really miss, I mean, during all of this, I've really missed downtown. I haven't gone down there a yeah. lot because I used to go downtown all the time, go mm-hmm. go to the president, the, the drum room. Yeah. The drum, the that is one of the best burgers that people don't, that happy hour, it used to be Ooh. happy hour $4 burger. Yeah. Wow. And they had great it's appetizers too. Insane. Great place to catch a, just grab a beer before seeing a yep. movie at the Alamo. Of course, yep. now all of that is gone or the, the drum room's still open. Drum room's still open. Katie, do you have any other places on your list? I mean, I'm sure oh, you've, you've got a huge list there. So but. many. Um, I do want to say real quick that, you know, uh, to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Downtown Dish KC, we are posting all the time. And actually right now we're in the middle of something fun. Uh, We're calling it our holiday gift tour, where we are basically just posting from a downtown business every day, one gift item through Christmas Eve. We started it on November 29th, so kind of teaming up with Advent season. But one of the things that I really kind of researching that guide, a couple places that come to mind First of all, I love everything happening in the West Bottoms forever. The campground. Voltaire, I saw, is going to do a a temporary winter closure, but they were instrumental in opening Lemonade Park this summer so that people could have live event options. But campground has a Chris Kendall market going weekends. You can get food there. They have bottled cocktails. So many of the retailers down there fetch Hatch and Home, Stockyards Brewing, just, it is definitely very much like in the business community, they're like a family vibe, like Amagoni Winery, you know, you feel like people are, and I just like to walk around and look at the architecture and then, you know, go maybe sit outside, a lot of heated patio options down there. And then my final plug for now will be Seven Swans Creperi over on the west side. They're at 17th and Washington. They are also taking a kind of a December break to take a deep breath and regroup for 2021. But next door, they have their own gift boutique. And I popped in the other day. And you guys, I want this so bad. They sell it's like, do you know those like giant round metal tins that like cookies come in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. little Danish yes. cookies. Yeah. So it's like that size. It is a traveling campfire. What? So you just pop the lid cool. off and it's it's made by another like small business company that's not local to Kansas City, but it's it's you know manufactured by a small business and it's got like a mix I think of wood and wax inside and she said like 
the flames will get pretty good. So you definitely want to use it outside, yeah. not inside. That Watch sounds it. like the perfect Christmas gift for a pandemic. Yeah. Like, cause you can maybe give it to a friend and then have a little outdoor. Yeah. Like we suggested yeah. teaming it with, they sell locally made marshmallows. So we suggested maybe putting together a s'mores kit, but you could certainly go the beverage route. You could go, you know, just a snack route. And it was interesting. There was somebody that commented on our Instagram post about this traveling campfire and said they have had theirs for two years. Wow. So I'm feeling like it's got some longevity if you're not maybe, you know, burning it for hours and hours at a time. But that's, yeah. that's an awesome gift. That cool? It's a cool idea. Yeah. We Watch your eyebrows. Guys, every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the Taco Taker. You want to check some of these stories with me? Taco Taker. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Taco Ticker story number one. The band Foo Fighters. Are you familiar with uh, their work? I listened to Foo Fighters on the way over here, actually. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. Foo Fighters have a taco they'd like you to try. Nice. Forget the Mentos. This is a call to all taco lovers. The Foo Fighters have teamed up with Sherman Oaks, California restaurant Casa Vega for the band's latest release a taco inspired by lead singer Dave Grohl's love of smoking meat. The Foo Fighters taco is available for takeout starting December 1st at the 64-year-old San Fernando Valley restaurant. It will be sold through the end of January. According to a release from the restaurant, owner Chris Vega teamed up with Grohl to create a Mexican spice-rubbed smoked brisket taco Oh Lord! that comes with barbecue sauce, Mexican coleslaw, pickled onions, and cilantro inside a house-made flour tortilla. Nice. That sounds great. That sounds really good. I feel like we as Kansas Cityans need to somehow safely get to California and we need to judge this brisket and this yeah. sauce. Or create our own have the puddle of mud taco <laughs> and uh, get the puddle of mud guy to come out <laughs> and smoke a brisket. What about Nickelback? <laughs> no, well, puddle of mud's from Kansas City. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. that. I I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Are they still alive? I... Some of them. It's nobody knows for sure. <laughs> that but, that brings to mind my question here. What yeah. other band food collaborations would you like to see? Well, the puddle of mud, puddle, mud, mud pie, puddle of mud taco. <laughs> that doesn't it sound sounds so appetizing. Yeah, the blue oyster cult oyster stew. Yeah, there you go. Guys, if we could do, what do you think Michael Hutchins would want? Well. <laughs> Um, Michael Hutchins shrimp tacos. Yeah, Michael. Hutchins put another shrimp. shrimp on the Barbie. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Rick Astley flatbread sandwich. Rick Astley flatbread. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can get that at Cooper's Hawk. They have that already. So <laughs> that's uh, shout out to Cooper's Hawk, my first wine club. Yeah. Should yeah I, that open? was actually when I, f- I first started. This was years ago when they first opened. I, I worked in the, the wine tasting room there. Oh, no. Then I'm sure you saw me in a just a Pro- not a not my ideal state. Probably. I probably Apologies. sold you a wine club. You probably did. And there you have it. <laughs> you probably did. Great. Hey, two worlds collided. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. It's all happening. Everything in this episode. Just, yes. just keep playing. Yep. Never tear us apart. Just keep playing. Never tear us apart. And that's, you know. <laughs> I am like cranking that on the, the way best home. Song. Dun, dun, Windows dun, dun, down. Listen, in, in my bar, in my in my bar days, if there was a uh, touch tunes, oh, where you can just put like five dollars in your phone, which is a you know, great investment. 
I was going to play Never Tear Us Apart around 2.30 in the morning, and people would start. You, you see a lot of people in their fields. Starting to make out. when they <laughs> Start making out. <laughs> When they're when they're nine my ties in, I would always put devil inside on. Oh that. yeah, that's a good one. You just bring the house down. My husband likes to joke that I, when I have an opportunity to play a jukebox, that I'm a uh, a crowd killer. Oh yeah, like a vibe killer. Like people will start to leave the establishment so the so- because of the songs you pick. Because of the songs I pick. I I would put on uh, Deborah from Beck. The like. 18 minute song oh really and people get so I'm mad because sure. it just and it just goes on and on and on and he's <laughs> them screaming and the, even the owners of the bar would be like who put this on like, this guy skip so, it so so shut it off so like around five years ago i went into uh, the brookside and I'm like on a wednesday afternoon for lunch and the touch tunes does still play in the middle of the day the thing is nobody's playing it Right. Until I come in. <laughs> yes. And the clientele at the Brooksider is men's men, construction workers. You know, these guys are manual laborers. Okay? Real Don Johnson Real types. Real Don Johnson types. You know, they got the, the dirt under the fingernails. <laughs> and I go in there. And the funny thing is, too, it plays like the music is, you know, just like any other restaurant. It's mm-hmm. an appropriate volume for lunchtime, whatever. But when you turn it on the touch tunes, it goes like it's one in the morning and the music is blasting. And I went, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to play This I Promise You by NSYNC. And I just, I was like, oh my God, it was so great. Because you can just see, you look around, you see every single person. They're just going to be like, what the hell is this? And then you look at, you look at the whole staff, which is mostly like females in their, you know, mid to early 20s who are just kind of like snickering looking at each other probably love the song too because they're you oh. know that's my my era as well and uh I'm a prime demo for that and then you pay your tab and you leave and then you just keep <laughs> then, you, then you line up about nine other NSYNC songs before you do and that's that's how you have a good Wednesday afternoon if you're Kevin McGannon, I guess. Fun fact, I did my first ever shot of hard liquor on NSYNC's tour bus. So shout out to you. Wow, way. How did you get on NSYNC's tour bus? Parked out in the frigid cold outside their hotel in St. Louis and waited for hours. Wow. Until they came back. And they had hard liquor on their tour Uh bus? How old were they then? Oh, they were were easily mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you bond with the most? J.C. Chazé? This is the embarrassing part of the story. So they weren't actually on the bus. Oh. <laughs> the bus drivers let us on the bus. <laughs> yeah, there was a bus driver named Randall. And he had a he had a he had a bottle of peppermint schnapps. One, one of the bus drivers did look a lot like George Strait, so I was oh I my was gosh. really happy. Could have been George Strait. No, but it was oh. just it was it was magical. I'm a I'm a big I'm a, a big boy band fan. Backstreet boys are my are my reason for living. Same. So. so I saw I saw Kevin Richardson at a restaurant a couple years ago. K Rich. Stop it. And I had to keep it together because I was like, dude, you're just don't embarrass yourself right now. <laughs> so naturally I just started singing as long as you love me as loud as I could when I walked past his table to go to the bathroom. And all of his friends and family were just like, oh God, here we go again. Here we go. There's always a guy. But it's like, no, my name's Kevin too. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was shopping for, um, yeah, he comes back around Thanksgiving because his wife is right. from here. Oh, okay. And he was shopping. Um, he is a big Chiefs fan. Yeah. He wore, when they were in concerts last year, summer or fall of 2019, he came out 
with a Mahomes jersey and he actually like started tearing up while yeah. he was talking about the Chiefs and I just lost it. But he was shopping on the plaza and he went into that. I forget the name of it. It's that men's clothing store that's right there on the corner next to Graham and Dunn. I know uh, the one you're talking O'Dowd's. about, and I can't think of it either. They, Pinstripes. Yeah. yeah. Pinstripes, Maybe? that's right. Yep. Okay. And he had, you know, it's cold, so he had a coat and a stocking hat, but, you know, we just were, we just passed right by each other, and I looked at him, and I knew it was him, and we just had very meaningful eye contact, yeah. and then I got in my car and filmed the shriekiest Instagram story that I've ever made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys, let's get back to the taco. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> we, went, we went way <laughs> off the tracks there. My bad. <laughs> I've got a lot of stories to get to here. Uh, taco Ticker story number two, it's the holiday season. Taco-scented wrapping paper. Last year, in December 2019, it sold out. Made by Taco Bell. So mm. you've heard of the Crunchwrap Supreme, but have you heard of Crunch Wrapping Paper? Taco Bell, last December, they released on Amazon scented wrapping paper for $4. Each set of paper comes with five sheets of scented paper that features a different savory design. Seasoned beef, nacho cheese sauce, crunchy tostada, tortilla, oh. and veggies. The wrapping paper sold out on Amazon. It's not clear if they are going to release it again this year. It sold out in 2018 in less than 48 hours. Would you, I mean, what kind of scented, uh, I mean, would you get this wrapping paper? Is this something you'd be interested in? Well, no, Dave, of course I wouldn't. But <laughs> no, I th- actually, I have, my brother-in-law would be over the moon if he had a, a gift with taco scented Christmas uh, wrapping paper. Is there a type of food that you'd rather have your wrapping paper oh. smell that smell like other than a Crunchwrap Supreme? Um, I, I think baking, like if, like yeah. if something smelled like um, bacon flavored, yeah, bacon scented, bacon, bacon or bacon, <laughs> baking, <laughs> like um, oh, uh, like, like a like baking cookies, cookies. Yeah. okay, like, like oh, fresh, like Snickerdoodles I mean, or I chocolate was chip. I going to say or, bacon would be fine or too. bacon too. Cookies. My I favorite love. thing about this is like this points. Everything about this story points to, like, some guy who's, you know, working in, like, some research department. And they're like, hey, you know, Miller, we, we need that project. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, taco scented wrapping paper. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's brilliant. Let's do it. Sold. Why isn't everything taco scented? I mean, why can't you make taco scented clothes, taco scented well, pens, pencils, paper? But then you, I feel like then, well, or maybe you would give people creative freedom, but then we'd have to decide on like the universal taco fragrance. Yeah. And that's tough. I mean, look at the three tacos we're going to eat later. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a variety here. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, I, how do you, di- I mean, I don't want like the Taco Bell ground beef taco oh you smell? don't want that no. we smell this bag full of tacos and you know that takes away if everything smells like tacos then you don't then you lose the pleasure of like Ooh. being surprised by something you're right, that you're, right. Like tacos. you're right you're right you can't you, know? you can't you can't overdo so, it like not every day can be christmas i know that there have been several hallmark movies made about this very <laughs> you know this universal truth that there can be too much of a good thing. So let's. When's Hallmark going to make a taco Christmas movie about a guy who yeah. comes back home? He just invented taco scented yeah. wrapping paper. Yeah. He goes back to his hometown, yeah. runs into his <laughs> high school sweetheart, and she yeah. hates tacos. Yeah. And she hates taco scented wrapping paper. And then, but they butt heads at first, but then he starts to get her to like tacos. Yeah. And then a and then a, a taco fairy that's played by Vanessa Hutchins yes. visits him in the or night. Or Gilbert Gottfried. Or Gilbert Gottfried. And then later at the end, can he, 
give her an engagement ring that's wrapped like that's you know like a tortilla that's rolled up and the engagement ring is over the tortilla it's in the taco yeah oh man yeah true or she eats it (laughs) accidentally chokes on it he slaps her on the back the ring flies out it hits the taco fairy in the head it's it's like a comedic just just classic taco christmas hijinks that you come to expect (laughs) from a hallmark movie hallmark movie (laughs) Guys, I've got a very disturbing cheesy gordita crime story. This is where oh, we, no. we talk about a crime oh, that happened at a Taco Bell. Okay. You want to hear this? Yeah. The mood has changed, let me tell you. Cheesy gordita crime. So this story is why we don't talk burritos on the show, okay? Oh. Here we go. A Taco Bell employee found a disturbing way to show his sexual attraction to a customer. Uh, He inserted his prosthetic penis in a burrito she ordered before serving it to her. Oh, This might be the cheesy gordita crime story of the year. Around 1140, a couple mornings ago, 29-year-old Shauna Brown from Boise, Idaho, Mm -hmm. went to a Taco Bell restaurant to get a burrito meal for lunch. Mm Mm-hmm. She was served by a 54-year-old man named Alan Jackson, not the country singer. Oh, my. An employee, an employee who had flirted with her several times in the past, oh, but whom she considered inoffensive. She recalls that he seemed exceptionally charming and polite compared to his usual rude behavior that day. Here's what Shauna had to say. Normally, he comments on my boobs and ass or rude stuff like that. But today, he just seemed professional for once. Boy, this guy is a real charmer. Wow. How do you resist? However, Mr. Jackson was not as well-intentioned as he seemed, and the young woman soon found out out that he had also prepared a shocking surprise while preparing her burrito. He inserted the prosthetic penis he wears since he had a firearm accident as a teen in her meal. Oh. This sounds exactly like something someone who shot his dick off would do, honestly. That's just... (laughs) Here's what Shauna had to say about that. As soon as I bit into my burrito, I hit a big rubber thing in it. I took it out and saw it was a kind of penis. And then I heard him laughing his ass off. I, I would need therapy. Mrs. Brown immediately called the police and filed an official complaint against the employee who was arrested by deputies at the Ada County Sheriff. A total of four criminal charges were filed against Alan Jackson. Four. Not the, not the country singer, including reckless endangerment of another person, sexual assault, indecent exposure, and criminal obscenity. If found guilty on all charges, he faces a total of 55 years in prison. His lawyers have already demanded a psychiatric evaluation and announced their intention to plead that Mr. Jackson isn't criminally responsible for his actions. The 59-year-old man has already spent more than seven years in several mental institutions and is diagnosed with several mental problems. Oh. Yikes. Well, that makes makes me sad. And he's working at Taco Bell. Yeah. Not anymore, I don't think, probably. Yeah. I mean... That definitely beats the uh, Wendy's... Was it finger in the chili? Oof. Yeah. But that was a real finger, wasn't it? Yes. This is a prosthetic... Okay. Um... So maybe Wendy's still wins. So, you know, you talk That's about the, the, the times of uh, coronavirus and, like, uh, not having buffets anymore, typically. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, I remember my mom took us to Wendy's, and they had a salad bar at Wendy's. And there was wow. this woman with a crying baby, and she took the pacifier out of her mouth and dunked it in the ranch and stuck it in her <laughs> baby's mouth after that. And my mom was like, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's enough. I'd never go to... Yeah, You're out of here. I can't do it. 
Nope. Maybe that's why they got rid of all buffets at Wendy's. I'm pretty sure this happened, but there was through drive through. My mom was like, is this a Diet Coke? And the lady takes the lid off and stuck her (laughs) nose into it. And it was like, yeah. And my mom was like, well, can you get me a different one? My now God! You just now, now in the day and age we're in, you just think about all the stuff we used how to do, gross and just how gross, yeah, we all used to be. I know. Yeah. And this guy is the grossest. Yep. Alan yeah. Jackson, not the country Alan singer. Jackson, As if Taco Bell singer. is not having enough problems because you know they yeah. have just destroyed their menu. They got rid of everything. Yeah, I'm mad yeah. at you if you're listening. Taco Bell uh, took all my favorites away. You know, sometimes Taco Bell just sounds really freaking good. Yeah. And now I can't go anymore. I don't know if I'm ever going to order a burrito at Taco Bell again after uh, this story. But not that I'd ever did before. But this just puts more negative press towards burritos, which which makes me think they're just not the correct food that people should be eating. For conversation's sake, say that Taco Bell's menu is completely intact. What is your go-to Taco Bell order, assuming they have what you like? You know, I, I used, love this game. I used I to go. Too. I used to go Enchirito, Okay. Which is gone. Yeah. I used to go. Uh, well, I still go Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Yeah. Because they got rid of the gorditas, didn't uh-huh. they? And they got rid of half the chalupas. Mm-hmm. They got rid of the Mexi Melt, which mm-hmm. was a classic. Yep. I don't know what my order is pizza. anymore. I um, never got that. Did you ever get Mexican pizza, I Katie? Didn't either. No, because I, I don't like beans. Yeah. What's your go-to really order, liked it, Katie? Right? Mine is uh, Nacho Supreme, no beans, chicken chalupa supreme, and a chili cheese burrito. Ooh. Chili cheese burrito. That's what I still get. They still they have s- that. Thank goodness. Fine. Yeah, for now. I could go back for that, because that went away for a while, and then it came back. Yeah. It was on like the secret menu. Yeah. Like you had to find the ones that still made it, kind of like the Enchirito there for a while. Kevin, what's your go-to? So Crunchwrap Supreme, a cheesy gordita crunch, and then I'll do two Doritos Locos tacos. Sometimes if I'm feeling like I want to be disappointed, I'll get a Cooler Ranch variety, mm. but typically just the nacho. But that's that's my staple. And then I'll, on occasion, too, get a Baja Blast. Uh, I like those. They're such a uh, blast. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. you drink it, it oh, just yeah. brings you to the, it's like you feel like you're on the beach. You're you know? on the Baja. And you're just getting, getting blasted. Getting <laughs> blasted in the face. Baja Blast. That's, Baja Blast is, well, you get the Baja Blast. You get the blast right in your mouth there. And then, and then, you, and then you pour a little airline bottle of Malibu rum in there. Oh, and then, oh okay. And then you're, and then now you're, you're really getting blasted. Now you're really I dig it. just trashed from Missouri, aren't you, Kevin? Yes, of course I am. But hey, it's, it's proud. Uh, proud. Oh, yeah. In Missouri proud. That's right. All right. Well, guys, let's uh, let's close up the taco ticker. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. All right, this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we talk about the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I'll have you guys pick a topic, and we will discuss. Katie, you want to go first? Ooh. Katie's put some pretty sweet shades on right now that's kind of made me jealous. I was going to say, I, you know, I'm glad, Dave, that you are going to put some pictures up because I just have to 
interject to say that Kevin has truly magnificent hair. Oh, thank you so and much. And I keep staring at it. Thank and he you. probably thinks that I'm a creeper, but no. it's just I love no. your hair is... No, 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 no. I don't think you're a creeper at all. And that's very nice of you to say. All right, Katie, uh, what topic did you pull there? What this, does it say? I, I could, I mean, I feel like you rigged the mug. This is my most favorite question to answer on the planet. I cannot wait to hear what you all say. Best place to bring out of town guests. Oh, that Best is really Best place good. to bring out of town guests in KC. Hmm. I always love going to the Nelson. Yep. Nelson's a good one. Oh, my Nelson's list. a really good one. Maybe hit up Town Topic. A couple of years ago, my brother from Miami, we, he had a couple of his Miami friends here. Mm-hmm. And there's always a couple places. I So, love the Royals. I think Kauffman Stadium is such a cool place to bring people mm-hmm. uh, just because it's such a unique stadium. But more outside of that, I would say Union Station's a really cool place to bring yes. people from out of town. We went to Pierpont's for dinner, which is haunted, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thrill. And just, you mentioned it a little earlier on the podcast, get on the streetcar is a fun thing. Because it, it, obviously it'll go further whenever that happens. But Soon. where it is now, you just go from the River Market to Union Station, and there's so many cool spots along the mm-hmm. way. River Market's another great place, like the, uh, the Farmer's uh, Market on the weekend. Farmer's Market, City, City Market, market yeah. yep. is a cool spot. It's, it's such a, a typical... Kansas City answer, but I love bringing people, unsuspecting people to gates and having people yell at them. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, uh, I don't know what I want. Yeah. You better get your order ready. You better get ready. Hurry, prepare. But I, yeah, I love going to, to gates. And then um, I think an air, like a good arrowhead tailgate is, is, cool. uh, is a fun thing. And that's, Chiefs that can game. be, you know, it gets a, a little rambunctious, obviously, sometimes. But if you're going to the right places and you're with a good group of people, yep. I think that that's a really special place to go. So, absolutely. Yeah. What's yep. on your list, Katie? So, so many. I mean, Nelson, absolutely love a walk around the plaza, especially at lights, holiday lights yep. time. I, you know, Kevin, Kevin hit it. I love a streetcar bar crawl. Yeah. I like to start down in the River Market at Harry's Country Harry's Club and at Tribe yeah. and just make my way and I've got spots at each of the each of the stops and it's just a cool way to see the city it's a cool way to see a mix of establishments unfortunately one of my most beloved places has left us in the pandemic which would be the Rieger and Manifesto yeah. yeah but very fortunate to dine there again before they closed and I will that will be a treasured place I went there the weekend before we had a lockdown oh yeah this is like this is like early to Mm mid-march it was crazy to think like that that would be the last time I love manifesto yeah yeah and then another little hidden spot just it's fun if you if you are with people that like good food and drink um the courtyard patio at a fair in the crossroads you can obviously see their sidewalk seating, but the courtyard seating, you know, you have to get, you have to go through the restaurant. Yeah. And that is, you're kind of surrounded on all sides by buildings, but you've got open air and trees and it does give me kind of a European vibe. Yeah. Very cool place to just hang out. Yeah. What's that cool new coffee shop that's in the old streetcar in the river market? Made in KC. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That place looks awesome. That looks really, yeah. And they, they apparently have a little heated yeah. Patio too. Kevin, you want to pull I, a topic? Here yeah. we go. Um, make it, we make it a good one. Oh, this is a great one. Favorite KC sports memory. This is, oh, man. I mean. So. 
There's only one answer to this, people. Remember no, when the Chiefs won a Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, there's. so here's the thing. There's... <laughs> There's not, though, because there's so many great things that have happened just in the last five years, obviously. True. So I'm going to give you more than one. You're I'm, a big I'm Royals sorry. fan. I'm, I love the Royals. So my, my dad was the trainer for the Royals in the 1980s. Ooh. And we, just growing up, were always, even when the Royals weren't that cool, we just loved the Royals. And mm -hmm. we always went to games. And I've always been a Royals fan. And I remember thinking, like, it was so surreal in 2014 when they first made that run. I had a friend, shout out Tom Fear. He, uh called me the day of the wild card and the night before I had gone to Monday Night Football and we set the noise record and everything. Yes. It was just an incredible couple days. And he was like, hey, I've got an extra ticket. Do you want to come with me? And I'm like, absolutely I do. So it was the, the first one that sticks out in my mind actually is the wild card game just because Kansas City hadn't won anything at all in the longest time. I know sporting had too, but I'm not a soccer fan. So, um, Sorry, sporting fans. I just, it was really special for me, for me, like it was special for everybody. And it ended at like almost two in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I remember I could feel the, the walls closing in on my eyes. And I was like, you got to take a breath, man, because you're going to pass out. This is so exciting. And I remember, I'll never forget these people. This guy left the inning before because the Royals lost the lead. And he was like, well... It was a fun time. Maybe we'll get him next year. Was and that I was after like, Ventura gave up the home run? It was. It was. Oh, um, no. I forgot they went down like so, twice in that oh, game. Oh yeah, when Ventura gave up the home run, I was like, oh, I wanted to. I was gonna jump on the field and kill Ned Yost, yep. who I love now. Obviously, Ned Yost is a legend. He's a Royals Hall of Famer eventually. I he don't know had when yet he will be. proved himself. That was the game where it's like, are you going to be a failure, Ned Yost? Yeah. Or are you going to no? But that pull that, us that out whole that whole run was really fun. Danny Duffy's always been since he got here a really good friend of mine, and he uh, we went to Grand Falloon. So the Royals had clinched to go to the World Series, which was just crazy. Mm. And then the Giants beat the Cardinals, so they knew you know the Royals knew who they were going to be playing. And in that bar that was full, and, and Danny, I think he had like a hood up. Nobody knew who he was. He just started screaming, let's go Royals. And everybody started chanting, let's go Royals in the, in the bar. And I wonder like how many people actually knew who was doing oh it, which I thought God. was so funny. And that's just totally, you know, how he is. But that, I would say for that to happen, that was, that's probably, honestly, the year that they lost is probably my favorite sports memory because I had I experienced nothing like that. And I was in Miami. I didn't go to the game, but I was in Miami for the Super Bowl this year. <gasps> oh. Which is probably my favorite memory. But, like, because, you know, you got to, ultimately, you've got to win. And the Chiefs did it in spectacular fashion, oh. too. They, I, I remember thinking, man, I don't think they're going to do it this time. I know. And they, they did. And very Royals-esque. Very Royals-esque, yeah. yeah. But I, I honestly, I have just dozens of memories. I mentioned Kansas City Blades were a hockey team in the 90s that we had and just my dad taking us mm -hmm. is is like a really special feeling. I remember like how how normalized these like minor league hockey in the 90s was just so brutal and guys fighting all the time. And like <laughs> you just you, well, That was the big thing about the Blades too. The Blades wasn't it? were but, Oh, there was the goon squad. There yeah. was this guy Dodie Wood who he was like I love this. He was like 5 foot 9 and he was meaner than a junkyard dog and he'd take on these guys that were like twice his size and people would go crazy for him. <laughs> and I remember my mom, my God bless her. My mom, my mom hated the fights. And I, I also for a little, a little bit hated the fights because everybody stands up when there's fighting. And when you're five years old, it's uh, like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I am staring at somebody's ass, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I love the blades. I love the Royals. 2014 was amazing. And we're pretty lucky as sports fans actually in Kansas City because you think about how many other cities don't have like anything. And we mm -hmm. were one of those cities for a really long time. Mm -hmm. But 
to have a World Series and a and a Super Bowl in the span of five years. That's that's pretty cool. So that's it's kind of an all encompassing sports memory for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, I will not answer your question. What's my favorite <laughs> Kansas City sports memory? Katie, do you have a favorite? Oh. It's the Super Bowl, yeah. and I'm kind of the flip of Kevin, so I, I am a lifetime Royals fan. It's funny, growing up in Columbia, Missouri, mm-hmm. it's really it's uh, tended to be that people would be fans, football fans of the Chiefs right. and baseball fans of the Cardinals, yep. and I, I spit on that behavior. I'm a Kansas City girl forever. There you go. So going to, seeing the games, going to the World Series mm-hmm. parade, one of my best days in Kansas City. I spent the whole day downtown. It was it was wonderful. But my dad raised me as a Chiefs fan, just die hard, went to games, always got tickets for the coldest yeah. games of the season. And I just wanted us to make that Super Bowl and I had said to you know to my husband and to some close friends you know it would be really hard for me to not be in Kansas City to watch that Super Bowl game but I have to be with my dad in Columbia and the the when we won the AFC championship I was at a friend's house and I started crying and I called my dad and then I went down and stayed with family that weekend for Super Bowl in Columbia yeah and I had my hair, half was yellow and half was red. I love it. And I just bawled like a baby yeah. when we won. It was, I will never forget it. It was amazing. It's, it's really cool. It was the last good thing that happened this year. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's just to kind of piggyback on that. Um, I, I did, I got to go to the, a, a friend gave my brother and I, my middle brother and I tickets to the, we got to go to the AFC championship game and to be with my oh. brother was really, really special. And then two weeks later, my other brother in Miami just going, I got to spend two really special games with each of my brother, um, each, each awesome. of my brother, which was really cool. Would you say that Never Tear Us Apart was playing? As you and your brother in slow motion, it like celebrating on it, there was a lot of NXS being thrown around that okay. weekend. And actually, you know what's funny on the on the plane down there, we had to circle Miami. Like I don't know if it was bad weather. I think it was too much traffic because like they did double the plane service down yeah. there. But we had to circle for like thirty minutes. And that flight down there was so, you want to talk about a party atmosphere. <laughs> it was so crazy. I, I have never been on an airplane, anything like this, but everybody's wearing red. Everybody, there's, That's red. Everyone is on an airplane for one reason, which when does that ever happen? You right. know, everybody's going their separate ways. But somebody got a Bluetooth speaker out and then started playing like on their phone. They started playing like uh, um, rock and roll part two and everybody's going, hey, <laughs> And, um, like we did that for like a half hour and nobody like got tired of it. It was the funniest thing. And then on my flight back was at 7 a.m. Monday morning after the Super Bowl, a very different vibe on that (laughs) plane. Let me tell you, you could, was it kind of like the plane leaving Vegas? Oh yeah, it was, it was rough. And it was like, I, I was, you know, kind of eyeing everybody up. Like who looks like they could spring a leak right now? Because I'm sure people are not feeling their best right now. I mean, uh, being in Miami on a Monday, like a Monday morning flight out of Miami already is going to be, you know, there's going to be an element of that, but it was just like to the max of, I can, of I that. I just feel the pain on that oh, flight. Man. <laughs> the flight. The flight back up was a lot longer than the flight yeah. down there. Let me tell you that much for sure. <laughs> well, guys, what do you say? We've got these tacos here. Yeah. It's time. 
oh, to put these tacos. So hungry. Can't wait. To the test. Let's do it. Okay, let's put these tacos to the test. What do you say? We've got a carne asada taco. We've got a chicken taco, deep fried chicken taco, and a fish taco. So what's everybody going to try first? Well, I'm almost finished with the fish taco. No, I'm about halfway through. This is fantastic. It's good. You got some, I believe that uh, tartar sauce, and uh, you got a little other things. Other stuff? (laughs) I'm a food critic and... uh, (laughs) my other career. Katie, you're doing the uh, uh, carne asada? I'm diving in on the carne asada. My favorite combo. Tons of cilantro, tons of onions, just the way it should be. I'm going to take a giant bite. It's almost the Kansas City style shell. Like they have at Manny's and Jalapeno's, PR's Place, uh, Margaritas. I'm going to try this carne too. Oh yeah. Carne is amazing. Carne asada is amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're going to immediately eject me from the show when I ask you this question. On the soft shell tacos, I notice when I'm eating locally, they're typically double wrapped. Is there a science behind that presentation? That's a good question. I've noticed the double wraps, they don't fall apart as easily. So maybe it's just to keep the taco together, Mm -hmm. which I don't mind. I think that's great. I'm going to have to do more research on that, but I think it might just be to to keep the taco stable. it's It's a juicy, juicy taco. So I think that that's why they probably... You know, again, I base this on absolutely nothing, so <laughs> that's an important uh, uh, note. But it makes sense, and honestly, like, the more tortilla, the better. I don't mind. I love tortilla. Right, exactly. This fried chicken taco is, I'm one bite in, and it is sensational. I mean, that kind of is always my default. Like, we've been doing some carryout recently from Jalapenos in Brookside. Oh, yeah. And I just love their crispy chicken tacos. So good, but this the chicken has so much flavor in this fried chicken taco. It doesn't even really need any salsa. Kevin, you've almost eaten all three tacos in less than two minutes, I'd I, say. I didn't come here to mess around, Dave. <laughs> Let me tell you. If I came with some ham-fisted, half-assed effort, I wouldn't be able to look at myself <laughs> in the mirror. But I can't wait to look at myself in the mirror after this because I, I came to... I came to play. This is all really good. And honestly, the first one that I started with was the fish taco. I wish I would have saved it for last. They were all really good. Mm-hmm. I love the fish taco. Okay. And you know, it's tough in Kansas City in the Midwest, because I'm assuming that wasn't catfish from the Missouri River. It's hard to get a good fish taco a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I believe it was tilapia. Tilapia. Straight out of Lake Winnebago. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not true. Um, yeah, this chicken taco does remind me of the jalapenos taco. It's so good. Very juicy. Nice chicken. Good amount of cheese. And I like a lot of lettuce on my tacos. I like, I like a little crunch. Um, I'm kind of glad that this is not a video show like mine is because I made the brilliant decision to wear a white long sleeve t-shirt <laughs> to stuff my face with tacos. So that's how I'm doing today. You are living boldly. It's always an issue. I always wear five layers when doing the show just because of salsa even in july you think that dave just dresses like this because it's december 5th no it's uh it's it's all function look i love it no but i love the uh tilapia from lake quivira it was amazing (laughs) what are some of your other favorite taco places in town do you have a regular taco joint i have a few yeah uh well you just mentioned jalapenos which i grew up in brookside 
around here, and that was always a staple for us. You also mentioned Manny's. So if you remember the Kansas City Blades, we used to have season tickets to Blades games, and we'd go to Manny's before a lot of those games. So that's kind of a staple for my childhood. Another good place that I haven't been to recently because, well, you know, COVID and everything, is uh, the Grand Falloon has great tacos, uh, which, which you wouldn't necessarily you know it's just a it's i don't want to say it's just a bar but it's not it's not a uh i guess traditional mexican restaurant but fantastic tacos there great taco tuesday and then i know we wanted to get into uh some downtown locations i will give you one right now and that's kind of sticking with a hockey theme i'm a big hockey guy i grew up playing hockey but the blue line blue line has awesome tacos if you've been there really i gotta do a bar another bar taco episode do bar taco episode because that's where i volunteer as tribute (laughs) yes (laughs) me too cosign but i would definitely put blue line up there really really good place that's a great point i think it's what you were saying about grand falloon is that people you know blue lines built a brand as a sports bar specifically a hockey bar right so I think people automatically think that they're going to get, you know, that, you know, certain type of food, Wings, anything burgers. fried. Yeah. yeah. Blue Line has some really incredible food just yeah. in general. I saw Blue um, Line has some outdoor seating now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which a lot of places are doing right now. Well, it's nice, too, because I think on that street right there, it doesn't see a ton of traffic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to adapt somehow. Katie, do you have, other than jalapenos, what are some of your, I'd say, top, I mean, you went on that taco tour a couple months ago what are some that really stick out for you first of all uh, as quick side note fish taco tremendous yeah yeah there is some kind of sauce right is it like a little bit of a chipotle sauce maybe i thought so too i thought it was like maybe like a a tartar sauce kind of like a take on a tartar sauce but there's a little bit of not necessarily heat to it but like that spice to it like a Mm -hmm. chipotle let me Um, try this fish yeah i've still got the fish so yeah you guys are raving about it let me try it here yeah Mm, yeah Wow, that is good. It's making me think of warmer days. Yeah. Wow, this is a great fish taco, mm-hmm. which I usually don't, you know, go for the fish taco, but I thought we had to give it a try, and I'm right. glad we did. I'm really glad you yeah. did. I think if I were to go and place a full order, I might I might just need a plate of the fish tacos. I might, too. From Los Tulis. Ooh, it has jalapenos in it. Oh, yes. Um, no, Dave, to your question, so I, I've got a long history with, with downtown KCK. I, I worked with a nonprofit there, downtown shareholders, for a number of years. So I've always been a El Camino Real fan. I think I had had Benito Michoacan tacos before, but getting to go up and see that and it's, they've had the expanded building for a while, but I just love that they've been able to do the the grocery slash taqueria in one building, and then across the street is just the bakery. So you can get your cakes and all your, your sweet stuff. I'm trying to think because there was a place that I hit on the boulevard that I had not been before, and I'm embarrassed. Was it Rico's? It was Rico's, thank Rico's. you. Very, very good. And loved... I don't, I'm sure it was like that. I'm sure it didn't happen because of COVID, but great outdoor seating along that sidewalk there for several of those restaurants along the boulevard. And I, I don't know, it just had a really cool vibe. Like I just wanted to sit and hang out for a while outside, kind of people watch, loved it. 
that right there, there's about, I think, four or five just amazing taco places right oh, yeah. on that same block. So you can just go from place to place to place to place. I mean, you could do, yeah, you could do a crawl, like, just right down there. Yep. Do you remember a place called Sol Azteca on the boulevard? I think they changed that name. Yep. Uh-oh. But that place had this, like, liquid cheese. <laughs> it was like this white queso. That was so unbelievable, and they had such like unique ground beef. I don't know. They had and they had the bowls. They had the special yeah, bowls, and yeah, they yeah. did the the mashing of the guac at your table. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that place was awesome. Mm-hmm. We reviewed them really, really early on, right before they closed. And I was, uh, I was like ten years old, and I was lactose intolerant as a kid. <laughs> And I remember my mom was like, Kevin, you, you know, you got to be careful. I'm like, I do not care. This is worth it. I will, you know, I'm ready for the, I will take the pain. <laughs> it is nothing. It's temporary. But that was, that was uh, a family favorite for sure. I used to work full time at the Kansas City Star. That yeah. was our go-to lunch spot because I don't know if either of you ordered this. I'm going to, I'm going to tear up talking about it. It was the Guadalajara special. I think it cost about $7. Yeah. And they brought it to you. And it was a giant plate. And all piled together, there was rice. There were nachos. Yeah. Flautas. There was a... Only $7 for this? Uh-huh. Oh my all gosh. covered with cheese. There was a tamale, uh, some beans. It was basically like a sampler. Yeah. And we would get it for lunch, and then we'd go back to work, and all afternoon at our desk, just trying to not fall asleep because we were so full. But yeah. it was magical. It was. I will never forget that meal. It's weird that a place that charged seven dollars for a platter went out of business, um, <laughs> but God bless them because that was. Uh, so they had they had a nacho platter too. I remember, and it was just beef and all that cheese that I was telling you about, and. You know, I was this tiny little kid, and I would put that down and just be, you know, well, miserable for uh, a a good amount of time afterward. But it was, again, worth it. Worth it. There's been a couple other places that have gone in there since that place went Mm -hmm. out of business, and they just keep, the name keeps changing. But um, I really miss that guac and that cheese dip. So good. Okay, are we ready to give our final rating? Do we have any final thoughts on the tacos we had here today, Kevin? Yes, to answer your question. The, the fish tacos kind of blew me away. I, I, I won't lie to you. I started, I started with the fish tacos because I wanted to end, like, I, I thought it was going to be in third place, quite frankly, because, you know, how good can a fish taco be in Kansas City? It's going to be in the number one spot for me. That was just perfectly executed. The, garnish, the garnishes on top didn't overwhelm, weren't too little. Uh, it was just the perfect amount. Really like the shell on that one. Mm-hmm. Are we doing like a one to 10 scale? Or? We do a uh, one out of five golden tacos, okay. one to five golden tacos, five being best. Okay. You can give, you know, 4.5, 4.0, 4.3, 3.7. 3. Oh. So you know. I'm, I'm going to give the fish taco uh, a solid 4.7, 4.75. Um, cool. Cause I don't believe in, in going all to, to five. Right. You know, that's, that's uh, I don't know if that taco exists quite frankly. Maybe it does. But this was fantastic, and a 4.75, I'm, I'm going to say, is, is a very, very good taco. I'll go to a 4.5 to the fried, comma, chicken taco. Just the, the shell was amazing. Really good amount of cheese on there. I want to say it was just like a, like a sharp cheddar on there, was it? 
it looked like. Was there a little um, bit of Parmesan sprinkled on there? There was a little, or maybe uh, the Cotija cheese. Yeah. Really, really good. I'm going to give that a 4.5. And then I'll go down a little bit to a 4.25. I, w- I think it just got a little chilly for me, the carne asada. But otherwise, a great taco. So hard. They were all so good. I'm so... Yeah. I'm, they, I gave a... I, I think I did a good job ordering today. I gave, you did. gave us a good variety. You, you really did. You did. You, you really did. did. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Katie. Ooh. Well, feeling contrarian this morning, afternoon, whatever. So I'm going to go five. Five golden tacos for the fish taco. It nice. was really good. And I did appreciate... I did... Kevin said this, but the, the toppings... Pico looked like there was some red cabbage, which yeah. I really like. Again, crunchiness. That sauce, that magical, magical sauce. I'm a big sauce person, so if there's a good sauce involved, I'm going to freak out. The sauce was so good. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, 4.5 on the chicken. Really, really good. Again, that was so good. I felt like I didn't even really need any sauce or salsa or anything. And I'm going to give my beloved carne asada a 4. I mean, it was great, but this was a killer plate of tacos just yeah. so hard competition so yeah it did have stiff competition now that i think about it i think i liked the street taco the best the carne asada taco okay i think i'm gonna go i did so hard yeah the, the chicken fried shell taco was amazing uh, and the fish was so different from those two mm-hmm. um, overall i'm just gonna give an overall rating i'm gonna say four point Four out of five golden tacos overall on all the tacos. Pretty solid. I like it. Very solid. I like it. Gosh, it's been there right there on Broadway. I've driven by it many, many times, and I've been missing out on all these great tacos. I know. I'm, I'm really mad at myself now. I, I am too. I was so confused. <laughs> I thought it was a floral shop. I thought it was a florist. <laughs> now I'm going back. I can't look at myself in the mirror now that I know that I've passed over this place so many times. Don't make our mistake, everyone. No, don't. And, and, Learn from and us. And is that Denny still open up the street? <laughs> Downtown dish. I'm going to ask you, is that Denny's still open. There's been some chatter. I want to say Denny's is not open. <laughs> I thought it was. Because every time I drive by, it looks like there's people in there, and okay. it looks like the lights are still on, but there's no sign. And I, <laughs> it's right. It's right down the street from Right Laird Casting. And I. Oh, yeah. And I think I think about it every time I go over there. Like, hey, it's, I might stop in for some moons over my hand. In my opinion, the most out of place Denny's I think that you can. You can imagine. Um, just It's just there. Can you imagine how crazy that Denny's was at like 2 a.m. in 1986 oh, when NXS was at their peak? Oh, yeah. Don Johnson just coming in with no socks on. Just <laughs> I mean, why do, who needs Studio 54 when you have Denny's in downtown Kansas City? Yeah. God, it's so sad. If that place is closed, which it probably is, we'll, it's we'll, so sad. We'll get on the case. We'll, that, we'll figure it out. That photo exists. Just Don Johnson... In a in a Hugo Boss suit with with no <laughs> shirt underneath, eating eating a plate of pancakes yes. at three in the morning in 1986. <laughs> I bet Don Johnson was was personal friends with Michael Hutchins. What do you think? They had to be. Oh, they you can't like, exist. Yeah. You can't be that cool in the same decade not cross paths. The two alpha males yeah. of 1986, 87. Yeah, yeah. They had to be buds. They had to be. They had to. There had to be a a, a couple. NXS jams on Miami Vice. I can't imagine that there were. Oh, I bet Never Tear Us Apart was on there for sure. Oh. Had to be in a in a slow motion emotional scene where you know on his like, boat, looking on his out. boat <laughs> by okay. himself. I'm gonna side note. Have you both seen this this tremendous duo of younger guys? I want to say maybe they're teenagers. And they have been putting out YouTube videos where they're listening to songs yes. for the first time, uh-huh. and they listen to Phil Collins. Yeah, in the air tonight. Yeah. Whoa, just, I mean, 
when that drum hits oh, and yeah. you can feel their <laughs> excitement and I'm just like just just one of the golden ages of music. Yeah. I love it when it's the little kids in like second grade listening to Led Zeppelin for the first time. Like yeah. that stuff is amazing. Oh yeah. And then the one little kid's like, Oh, I've heard this song before and you know he's had cool parents that Yeah, are. absolutely. <laughs> His parents didn't didn't fail. So going back to Miami Vice in that song briefly if you watch, it used to be on Hulu. I don't know where you can watch Miami Vice now, but a few years ago, this is like four years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to watch it instead of just looking at pictures of Don Johnson and <laughs> posting them on Instagram and you know, pretending, <laughs> putting some stupid caption underneath Pretending it. he's your dad. I'm like, you know, basically. <laughs> I'm going to, um, my dad probably dressed very similar to Don Johnson in 1986. but Oh, my dad did for sure. For sure. <laughs> actually, I dressed like Don Johnson in 2016. So, I mean, this. <laughs> there it is. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. And I watched the first episode and um, it like when, when people talk about how like that show changed television, they aren't lying because the first episode is like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And this aired in like prime time, you know, in the mid eighties. And it's like, it's like, I don't know, the same format that every action movie would follow for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Michael Mann. Yeah. He was a Michael Mann, yeah. yeah. And you know, that that's like the, in the air tonight, it's like a four minute scene of just Don Johnson driving around Miami with the song playing over it. And it's, Amazing. It's tremendous. Another yeah. cassette we owned as children was the Miami Vice Miami Vice soundtrack. Oh yeah. Me and my brother wore that thing out. Jan Jan Hammer. Yeah, gosh. Oh man, that's that's the stuff right there. Well guys, so we like these tacos a lot, right? We Love do. Them. So we have a segment here on the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice, but to keep things positive here in the middle of the pandemic, we're gonna do some good reviews read in a funny voice. Okay. Do you want to read some of these? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna need some of your acting chops, Kevin. Okay, let's try to I'm ready. I'm Funny so voice besides my own. Can I get some own. popcorn? <laughs> Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Jindy says, I've overlooked Los Tules for years until a friend invited me to join her for a margarita. We had a wonderful time. The bartender, Alejandro, was fantastic. And we observed several locals who made themselves at home at the bar. Chips were served with two different salsas, hot and mild, which, when mixed, were the perfect spice level. I ordered food a la carte, and the tamale, though not what I was expecting, I expected hot tamales, not this, was really good. It had meat sauce, which was new but delicious. But the tamale itself was very flavorful and soft in texture. I'll return for sure. Four stars. That so was based a, on my grandmother, by the way. That was your grandma? No, that was not. <laughs> Nana, you do not talk like meat that. Meat sauce? That. Did she <laughs> say meat sauce? She said meat sauce. sauce. I don't know what that is. Bolognese. Okay. No, it's not. It's, there's not an Italian <laughs> tamale. There Mexi- Maybe there was. Is there a Mexican this isn't my review. Bolognese? This is Jen D's review. Maybe she had a bolognese tamale. I don't know. Your, your review, she sounded very enthusiastic yeah. about it. She had a She's good a time. She's a big Catherine Hepburn fan. Okay, who do you have there, Katie? So we're going to check in with Joseph G. Joseph G says, this place is effing amazing. The bartender is a sexy, short-haired woman with so much class and knowledge of food and drinks. Had the privilege to meet the owner. He gave my cousin and I a shot of tequila that was as smooth as a baby's ass. Come to this place, you won't be disappointed. Five stars. Holy crap. Woo. 
What an endorsement. Yeah, Joseph G enjoyed himself a little bit more than, than Jen D did. <laughs> I can tell you that much. The bartender is a sexy short-haired woman with so much class and knowledge of food and drinks. I mean, shout nice. out to the short-haired ladies. Yeah, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> I thought the bartender yeah, yeah. was Alejandro. Man, they got great bartenders at this place. They really do. I'm the more the more we listen to these, um, I'm I'm more uh, more and more convinced that Dave is just writing all of these and just <laughs> picking names and throwing a letter at the end of them. <laughs> just feel like. It makes me so happy to think about that. I swear I didn't write these guys. <laughs> So everyone says the queso is amazing. So gosh, we missed out. We didn't get any queso today. Gotta, maybe. Maybe I'll go get some on the way home and yeah. just eat it in my car on there the way home, driving down the highway. Have you have you driven while eating tacos, Dave? Oh yes, okay, all the time. Okay, yeah. I feel like it's tell difficult. Me to stop. I'm a little worried about you. It's gosh, you you don't want to see the crack between my little console oh, in the God. middle of the car and my driver's seat. <laughs> oh, it is filled with taco remnants. Nasty. Sorry, guys, got a little gross there. Oh, I'm glad no, we already okay. ate. <laughs> There's no rat family living between the console and chair. Dave's I think I did car. have a rat living in my engine at one point. Wow. What, a, took what my, a spot to pick for a rat. I know. Or, I, know I might have been a squirrel. He put like a little nest in there and I took it to, uh, you know, to get my oil changed. And they said, hey, you have something that's been living in here, man. God, there's <laughs> stupid animals. Oh, my goodness. Squirrel. I didn't know squirrels talked. Do you know they like go... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, like when, I moved, when we moved to Brookside two years ago, yes, and they're 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 mean little shits. Oh yeah, those Brookside squirrels. Are. And also, Brookside squirrels are the worst. Brookside Between Brookside squirrels and rollerblade gangs, you just can't like you I, know you gotta head on a swivel. We in are in the apocalypse, guys. This gotta, is end times. I gotta go back to the river market. Yeah. The squirrels down there were so nice. They're kind of hipster squirrels. The hipster squirrels. They were so they were nice. Scarves. And I also learned here that birds um, can be assholes. Oh, yeah, They're birds for sure. Yeah. We saw a little baby bird in the street, and it was trying to fly. It couldn't fly very well. It was trying to get up to a tree, and the, the adult bird dive-bombed it. It was like, nope, you can't come wow. in the tree. And then the baby bird dived later. Jeez. It's like a dance mom bird. I know. Oh my God. Like that just is no sad story. <laughs> Sorry. Guys. I don't think dance moms are actually killing their you, children, um, by the way. Just, I, <laughs> full disclosure, need, like, that's not my opinion. <laughs> Never tear us apart to Never tear us apart was written about a bird family. Um, <laughs> oh no, it was written about his love that he he abandoned for, to go seek fame. Remember the Michael Hutchins that's documentary? Right, that's right. Oh. It was his it was first about big that. love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens to the best of us. It does, yeah, guys. Okay. Uh, so Hutchins. to recap. Los Tules, 1656 Broadway Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri, 64108. Right by the crossroads, right by downtown, kind of right there on the hill. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on by. You won't be disappointed. And go talk to those sexy bartenders there, too. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Hey, taco lovers. It's your old pal Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me ask you a question. Have you had a chance to check out the new podcast from Taco the Town executive producer Chris Garibaldi? It's called the Lost and Found and Rewound Podcast. It's a movie review podcast where Chris and his old childhood chums 
Jim and Rick, review cinema favorites that they watched growing up and they remember being great. They watch the films again with fresh eyes and determine if the movie that they once loved as teens holds up or if the movie should be lost to the bin of forgotten cinema forever. They've already reviewed Wicker Man, Sharky's Machine, What's Up Doc, The Blues Brothers, and recently, friend of Taco the Town, actor Michael McMillan stopped by to discuss the movie Midsummer. These guys know their stuff. They know their movies, they know their music, and they also talk a lot about the band Soul Asylum on the show. So if you're into that, get lost and check out the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Available now on Podbean, a member of the Lotus Pod podcasting network. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is Taco Topics. All right. This is where I get your in-depth taco feelings. You guys ready for this? Yeah, this will be interesting considering I just learned what tacos were. just found out what a taco was. (laughs) I'm excited. Let's get into it. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? I think it all starts with a tortilla. Uh, my my grading scale with with everything it all starts with the tortilla and you could put I'm not I'm not saying put a you know dog shit in there and I'll eat it but I might if the tortilla is good enough put a prosthetic penis in there <laughs> hey anything goes if the tortilla is right you know good call I'd say I ha- I honestly want to know a little like I would want to focus on the filling and, and by that it really I mean like the meat filling because. So if I, you know, if I don't like what's in the taco, then I don't care about anything else. And, you know, so, so see, you know, well seasoned, um, if it's carne asada, of course, not dry steak. I do, I kind of am a shredded chicken fan, like the fried chicken taco that we ate earlier. That was good. It was so delicious. Okay. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? We had a variety today. What's your favorite? Ooh. Wow, that's really difficult, actually. I kind of, this might be a cop-out question, but I, I kind of like somewhere in between, like, like for instance, like a fried shell has kind of that pliability and that chewiness to it. I really love that. I don't, I will say, I probably lean more towards a soft shell just because I don't like, if I bite into a taco and it completely falls apart, mm. kind of ruins a taco for me. I won't mm-hmm. lie to you. I'm a crispy shell Okay. gal. I mean, definitely will eat soft taco and love love you know handmade corn tortillas for sure i actually also really love the have you guys been to chewy's on the plaza mm-hmm. when they make yeah. the tortillas right there those are freaking delicious yeah what was your favorite shell today that we had the chicken the chicken the cr- yep same the crispy yep okay hot or mild salsa what's your favorite i love spicy food so i'd probably lean more towards a spicy salsa. But the thing is too, it's like how it's executed obviously mm-hmm. really matters too. Like if you go to Chipotle and don't get a burrito and you definitely get tacos. Right. Their hot sauce, I'm not a huge fan of because it's just like, I feel like it's just heat for it's heat's just, sake. Yep. And right. it's like, well, I need, I need to enjoy this a little yeah, bit too. It needs to have some nuance. I'm going to say these, uh, the chips and salsa today, uh, I got the mild. It was, it was, it was fine. Yeah, it was yeah. good. No, no, nothing too uh, negative or uh, to say about the chips and salsa. They were good. What about lime? Do you ever squeeze a little lime on there? Always. Always? Absolutely. Okay. Always. Absolutely. Can't ever have enough lime in my food, Just, in my drink. Okay. Are you pro cilantro or no cilantro? I'm going to annoy a lot of people. I don't like cilantro. I'm not a big cilantro fan. Are you a soap? No person it's it's a little here's the thing though like on this and i'm not just saying this it was perfectly fine it came on the carne asada uh, taco Mm -hmm. it was perfectly fine for me it does taste like soap sometimes Mm. but not every time 
So like, that's weird. I can't firmly commit to it, but when it's bad for me, it's really bad. And what I'm kind like, of soap does it taste like? Would, it, would you say it tastes like a uh, like a Dove soap? A Dove or a Dial, maybe an Irish Spring. Ooh, yes, actually, wow, you kind of nailed it. You kind of say it like you know exactly what's going on with this. Or are we going with a Pert Plus shampoo? <laughs> no, definitely not Pert. I used to drink that stuff like it was <laughs> yeah vodka yeah when I was a kid. Yeah, your insides are so clean. Yeah. <laughs> you just inject it in your arm. Yeah. You just inject the Pert Plus in your arm. It'll cure you. I say extra cilantro. Extra. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever had a cilantro sandwich where it's just cilantro between two two slabs of bread? That might be a little excessive. Okay. There we go. I agree. Yeah. Favorite side dish with tacos? Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac. Uh, I'm chips and guac for sure. Oh. You like cut out a little piece of my heart. Well... Here's where I will say that I am a guac snob. Yeah. And I, you know, humble brag, I make really good guac, but I like, again, can you all sense the theme here? I like a lot of lime, a lot of salt, and a lot of cilantro. Yeah. So normally when I get guac out somewhere, I do end up kind of doctoring it a little bit. When you guac out? When I guac out, but... I don't know. There's something about queso that you just, it just, it has my heart forever. Of course. Well, then let's play the game F, Mary, Kill, Salsa, Queso, Guac. Um, F, Queso, for sure. I'll marry Guac, and then I'll kill Salsa. Same. Yeah. Same. You're going to kill Salsa? (laughs) Kill Salsa. A lot of people marry Salsa because it's always there for you. It's very dependable. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Salsa, though. I only associate it with chips. I will put queso on my taco on on my. I don't typically put salsa on my taco, or or um, guac is good on a taco. Guac is here's the thing. That's why I want to marry guac because I could literally put guac on anything, mm-hmm. anything. Right. Yep. Okay. If you're not eating tacos, what do you eat? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Mm. Burritos. Honestly, I eat a lot of burritos. Jesus. I know. I know. Well, here's the thing. So. Um, Come on, man. The first month, the fir- <laughs> I know, the first month of uh, quarantine, I ate a lot of pizza, and I was starting to get, you know, a little bit, a little bit, losing a little bit of speed, if you will. So I got a, uh, a personal trainer over the summer, and I ate like nothing but chicken breast. And weirdly, I never got tired of it. Chicken breast is good and solid. <laughs> uh, Katie, what are you eating? Uh, we are a pizza house. For mm. sure. Pizza, pizza. Um, and Indian food. Do you and have I, a favorite KC pizza? Well, now it's going to get real salty on this oh, no. conversation. I have many. Mm. So my top three, because, yeah, I'm only going to narrow it down to three. Caddyshack. Okay. Because they have a sweeter sauce. Johnny Joe's in the West Plaza is the best, like, kind of more Neapolitan style. Yeah. Really fantastic crust. And my OG loves, I was on a first name basis with the delivery driver when we lived in the river market is Minsky's. Okay. Mm. And now we have Minsky's South Plaza. That's good. Okay. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down tacos? I I mean, mean, it depends on what the tacos are. Yeah. If they have beans on them. Okay. Yes. Would you say that your taco no-no, taco phobia is beans on a taco? Yes, and all all Mexican food. It is it is for me. It is a texture issue. Yeah. Are you talking refried beans or all beans? All beans. All beans. The only beans I can do, and I you know Kansas City roots, I guess, is like really good barbecue baked beans. Yeah. 
but that's so yeah it doesn't matter how they're prepared or what they're with the texture overtakes what i'm eating kevin do you have a taco no no or taco phobia it might actually be beans now that you say that Mm -hmm. like beans i've never had and maybe i'm eating the wrong mexican food and there's probably people listening who are like kevin you know what the fuck is wrong with you why don't you like beans but i don't i don't like uh typically refried beans yeah i would say that that would probably be my my taco phobia okay all right guys this is the speed round okay Okay. i just need to know yay or nay on these these are taco types okay oh okay here we go three two one taco pizza yes nay taco salad Yes. Nay. Taco burgers. Yes. Mm, sure. Taco dogs. Sure. Nay. Dogs dressed like tacos. Yes. Yes. Breakfast tacos. Yes. Yes. Walking tacos. Yes. Yes. Taco soup. Yes. Uh, n- no. Taquitos. Taquitos. Yes. 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 Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. Yes. Choco tacos. Yes. 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 Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Yeah, sure. I don't know if I can do it. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell. No. No. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese, nacho fries. Absolutely. Yes. Sure. Okay, that's it. That Perfect. was a good, you guys did good on that. Good. Kevin, you were not a fan of taco pizza yeah, or taco salad. No. I think a taco is like just, it's already awesome. Why try to make it something else? Why know? try to crunch it up and put it on something else? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, or crunch it up on your plate. Why not just eat it like a, yeah. Okay, guys, what's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Is there something that really fires you up? Need you tonight because I need these tacos tonight. Or new sensation? Maybe? And I'm not sleeping. I think new sensation might get you pretty new fired up. New sensation gets up. me fired up for just about anything. But yeah, tacos for sure. I'm the same way with Rick Astley, Together Forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. To- yep. Together Forever. <laughs> Because that makes wait, me think of tacos got, and me being together forever. It's, yeah, there you go. It's a match. Yeah. We, just got Rick, wait, we just got Rick rolled, right? Is that the whole thing? Yeah. And don't you know I would move heaven <laughs> and earth to be together forever with you, tacos. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Katie, do you have a favorite song? I'm going with George Michael's cover of Queen's Somebody to Love. Ooh. And I'm going to love that taco. Yeah. Okay, guys, we've covered a lot in this episode, so but much. there's one more question. This is the random taco question me. of the week. Okay. Okay. Random taco question of the week. Katie, throw me out a number, and I'm going to ask you a random taco question. Seven. Okay. What is the worst taco chain or fast food name, and what is the best taco chain or fast food name? So is there, what's your favorite fast food chain name? And what is the worst fast food name chain? It it doesn't have to be a taco name. Oh, best is Whataburger. I was going to say Whataburger. I think that's a great fast food chain name. I mean, it's just, it's their Whataburger. That's a great ad. You can just. And again, the locals are going to come for me, but in a tub. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Because, you know, in a tub is kind of bad because it doesn't say tacos in it. Yeah. So you're like, what is in that tub? Yeah. Am, right. I in a bathtub? Am I in a bathtub What's eating it? Were they happening? made in a bathtub? Yeah, Listen, anytime I've ever tried to explain in a tub to somebody who doesn't know what it is, like, there's no way of winning. Even if you take them there, they're like, I still don't. Why are we here? <laughs> what did you order? What, what is, is this, this place? Food? No, you got to have the powdered, the powdered cheese. <laughs> what? That's uh, how you're selling this to me? Kevin, you want to throw me out a random number? How about eight? 
Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This comes from my friend Mary Eisernhagen. If there was one fast food place you could eat for the rest of your life for every meal, Oof. what would you choose? Katie, you can answer this one too. Well, this assuming this wouldn't just ruin my bowels. Um, oh, your bowels are going to be gone bowels anyway. Bowels are toast, yeah. but I'll just I'll adapt to it. Culver's, I think. Culver's is, is so money. It's, really? um, yeah. Actually, Culver's, I was 14 years old. That was my very first job. And, um, butter, butter burgers. Butter burgers, yeah. Culver's is so good. The cheese curds. The cheese um, curds are great. There. Cheese curds are unreal. It's like, also, I feel like it's just a little better quality than most places, too. And great variety, too. If you want, you know, like you go, you look at that menu and they do everything well there. They have, here's another thing. So if, if I'm eating this every day, they have a uh, uh, flavor of the day ice cream, so it changes every single day. Ooh, there you go. I know, on, I know on Tuesday I'm going to get a turtle Sunday because they have turtle Tuesdays. So I would say Culver's would be my best bet for a lifelong fast food diet option, whatever you want to call that. I like it. Katie, what, where would you go? I got to, you know, I, there's options, but the one that's pulling at my heart is... I got to just go old school basic and McDonald's. Yeah. I love McDonald's I was, forever. I was going to say McDonald's too. And right. I have a really, it probably means I'm a terrible person, but sometimes I like to rewatch that documentary by Morgan Spurlock, Super Size Me. I did like a, a month ago. ago. Yeah. And then it makes me want to go yes. to McDonald's. <laughs> it makes me like and eat McGriddles it's like, and, they, and throw up in the parking lot. I, that's right. Because he gets the, okay, so I watched this like as recently as a month ago. And the funniest thing is like, <laughs> You watch it. I remember I, my whole family, we like did, did the, we were like, this is our last time we're going to eat McDonald's. Yeah, right. We ate the last time we ate McDonald's and then we went to see the movie. And I remember him, like, he gets the, the supersized double quarter pounder and then like, and then it says 20 minutes later and the poor guy is just like hurling his guts out. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, uh, since this movie came out, uh, McDonald's has gotten rid of supersize and Wendy's has gotten rid of Biggie. Remember Biggie? Biggie, yeah. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> How dare you, Morgan Spurlock? Just so you had to go and make a point. Real quick, did anybody and eat potato too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hardee's as a kid. Do you remember no. the Hardee's menu that used to be before the massive? I remember when they burgers. had fried chicken for a little while. Do you really? Remember? And when they had roast beef, they yeah. were OG, and they really? had these giant cookies that they called monster cookies. Those were the best. I yep. think I might my fast food might have been Taco Bell if they still had the old menu. Oh. If yeah. they still had the old menu, yeah, because yeah. you get your potatoes in. Yeah, get your. Uh, it was so cheap too. Yeah. I mean, it still is, but yeah. back then was just the best. It was. It's good times. Oh, guys, I think that is our show yeah. for today. Thank you so much for being on the show. How's everybody feeling about about today's episode? Feel great. This was a lot. I of think fun. we covered a lot. Those tacos are really, really, really good. Kevin, where can people find you on uh, social media? So on Instagram, I am at K-R McGannon, which is K-R, obviously, M-C-G-A-N-N-O-N. And then you can see me on Twitter where I have zero opinions, obviously, at Kevin McGannon. Is it mostly NXS and Don Johnson talk? Uh, a lot of NXS and Don Johnson talk. Uh, I, I play the hits, basically. Okay. You know you're, you know what you're going to get with me, and it's uh, you're probably still going to be entertained, I think. That's what I can promise you. So. I love it. Uh, Katie, where can people find you? couple places so downtown dish at downtown dish kc on twitter and instagram we do drop our shows on youtube every week downtown dish to get all of the episodes and i would love for you to connect 
with me personally on social. My handle is Katie, K-A-T-Y, writes, W-R-I-T-E-S, across all social. I do spend too much time on Twitter. And uh, be prepared for a lot of uh, pro wrestling tweets as well. So just disclaimer. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Katie. This was so fun. Absolutely. I had a blast. Thanks for talking tacos with me. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TacoTheTownKC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to Matt Allen, Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Be safe out there, everybody. Taco the Town. Lotus Pod.